Hello and welcome back to Boys Gone Wild. We were just talking earlier about how people sound on BBC News Radio and how when they speak, there's sort of a certain way of pausing as opposed to using fillers. I think we should clarify that what? in terms of where we were speaking because we started the podcast and did about four minutes without realising it wasn't recording. So that's when, what he means by speaking earlier. When that happens. When that happens. Uh, it really makes me feel bad about my career choices because for four minutes there that was a, a quite a tragic state of affairs well where we were we were <laughs> talking into mics that weren't recording anything it's a weird thing given that we we record the podcast on a wednesday and it's released on a friday obviously so right now in this instant we are just having a conversation just the two of us in the room and then the conversations that we have suggest an audience but right now in our visceral immediate reality it's just us in this room. Yeah. So then when it's not even recorded and we wouldn't be having these conversations anyway, Yeah. it really adds to the kind of very confused psyche that we must have. Yeah. So it, that, when that's happened throughout our broadcasting career. There's been many a time that we haven't pressed records. Uh, Absolutely. Actually, I'd like to see the lost tapes, actually. Gordon Cohen's Gordon lost, lost tapes. The lost tapes of the... We've done... We have definitely done at least... Uh, we've done a couple of whole episodes that... Uh, either there was a malfunction or you hadn't pressed whole record. episode what on the podcast oh, yeah it, really yeah yeah with certain things maybe back in the day when we were trying to do that video podcast yes. there was lots of lost there was lots of uh, lost footage um, and there's been you know the camera cut out when we are doing the Cotswolds thing there's how about some fan art why don't you do some <laughs> fan podcasts about what you think the Golden Kerman lost tapes would be I well I just think fan art in general it's sort of it's quite upsetting to me that we don't have I'd love to have um there's a lot of um, celebrities love to show like quite like tacky fan art yeah, of yeah. them, and they say, "Wow, this is amazing." Because it's like they're riding a horse or something. Yeah, or, or it's more like it's wind just, blowing through their hair, or it'll just be because yeah, the horse seems too self-aware, or it's them just looking really cool and like struggling through. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It's like maybe with like if they're an artist with like a song lyric yeah. in the background. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel things. if we had it, it'd be like. So I feel our fans as the fans who, if they, when they when they draw, they hold the pen like this. Yeah. So yeah, it's first. like a fist first. Yeah. Uh, and then they, that's yeah, that's kind <laughs> of it. So it's it's, it's essentially nonsensical. And not don't do that. But whenever they're drawing, they have their tongue out like this. <laughs> so focusing very hard on a poorly executed task. <laughs> yeah. That really does sum up. I think what our fans would be. We haven't really called our fans mentally disabled for a while, actually. We have. We've been far too nice to them. Yeah. Um, I feel at the the mention of fan art, I can imagine one of our fans uh, ru- runs down to the basement. Yeah, yeah. Rifles through the drawer to get a piece of card. A piece of card. <laughs> <laughs> and a felt tip pen. And a felt tip pen, and then yeah. he just starts working away <laughs> and signs it at the bottom. <laughs> Barely visible as a face. <laughs> yeah. Because I'd love, yeah, they could send it in. Who are the kind of people that do fan art for people? As I in, think, let's talk I, about think that, I think those are quite just normal people. I think. I if don't, if you just no. draw, if you're drawing, when was the last time you did fan art? When was the last time anybody you know? Well, did I'm fan not art? normal. I am extraordinarily unique. Oh yeah, I am too. Actually, <laughs> extraordinarily. I forgot, unique. I forgot about that. My life experiences are incomparable to anyone normal in any shape or form. Well, let's let's talk about obsessive fandom. Let's talk about it. Let's let's everyone <laughs> grab a cuppa. Yeah. Put some comfy socks on. Sit down because your boys are you here. You saying cuppa really? 
It doesn't work for me. Does it not? No. It's probably because it's the first I'm time you've heard my, it. I'm going to put my it's, glass down. Do you know why that? It's because you've never worked in an office environment. I have worked in an office environment. Thank you very much, Andrew. Six <sighs> months working for my dad in an office environment. Yes, it wasn't And no one said copper. And it wasn't just a normal no, thing. No, 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 no. People can say cuppa. But you I can't, can't say cuppa. It sounds very odd when so you say So do I have to say cup of tea? A brew. Yes. A brew. The brew works. Yeah, But brew. for some reason, with your accent, cuppa, yeah, cuppa. is disgusting. Cuppa. It really is gross. Yeah, so cuppa. I was putting a cuppa on. I was making Ugh. a cuppa. Anyone fancy a cuppa? Yeah. Yeah, I hear it. Yeah, it's awful. I hear it. Terrible. But and you could be like, any of you bitches want a brew? It's great. Oh, it's straight in. <laughs> it does work. And it, brew and bitches in the house. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, works, it works perfectly. Yeah. Um, then it's the first time I've said cuppa, I think, ever. Yeah. Oh, you, you had to try it out. Had to try it out. And it will never do it again. Didn't do it on the best place being broadcast <laughs> to the world. but um, The world. We, we live and we learn. The world. We do have an international fan base. So. Um, yeah. Well, shout out to our one listener in Gibraltar. Yes. Um, I, let's, the, the, I, no, I don't think a normal person does fan art. Why, how could you, one, you have to be incredibly obsessed with them, but two, you have to also back your drawing abilities quite a lot. So I guess it's quite a niche. It's not, no, because I know lots of people, normally girls who, young girls, um, who like drawing things, they'll draw celebrities anyway to practice drawing because they like drawing. Drawing is a great form of therapy, okay? <laughs> Yeah. So if you're listening to a podcast or you like a fan, why wouldn't you draw someone you're a fan of? And if, send if, it you, if you believe the answer to that is why wouldn't you draw a picture? Yeah. No. No. Because Why would be, you? There's lots of people I know who, when they have spare time, they enjoy drawing as a hobby. They're not trying to make freaks, a career out of freaks, it, clearly, because freaks. I've seen their drawings and you'd not be paid to do that. Often the craft is good and they think, wow, but the lack of... Imagination, because instead of, yeah. instead of going out and doing some actual art, they've decided to draw Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson, but it's not painting Scarlett Johansson in anything interesting. It's not... No. It's not reflecting uh, part of Scarlett Johansson's character that maybe no. the normal eye can't see. It it's, is it's actually just crassly, Scarlett crassly, Johansson. badly representing how reality. Scarlett Johansson is. It's, it's trying to get to the reality of a photograph and failing miserably. If I was, okay, so pick a, who would, if you were doing fan, who who's who are you a big fan of? Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> how would you send a fan art to Danny DeVito then? What would be your approach? Am I doing this as me or am I doing this as this your someone who would do fan art? You're you. I'm me. <laughs> well, now the possibilities are endless. I would draw him with a full head of hair. Like how he was. <laughs> like when he had a full head of hair back when. What I do is I do Danny DeVito how I think he wants to look. But okay. it's still clearly Danny DeVito. So I'd make him way taller. Yeah. Thinner with a full head of hair. And just keep it like that. But and but he's instead actually he's he's turning his shoulder and he's facing the fan art like well, that. Well, giving a bit of sauce. Giving a bit of sauce. Yeah. How would you give? Who would you like to do fan art? Well, just on da uh, uh, on Danny DeVito. Yeah. I think how I'd approach that is I'd have him as like a kind of King Kong destroying a city. Oh I yeah. I feel nice. that would kind of like just like knocking down the Empire State Building yep. and stuff. I think that would be the approach. If I was going to do fan art, who am I big fan of? I'm a big fan of Hugh Edwards, the BBC News reporter. Yeah, is he still around? He's still around. He's yeah. probably top dog. He's top dog. Yeah, is he's he still also, top dog. It's good for you know. It's good for regional. He's Welsh, and he's made his way yeah. right up to the top of BBC he's News reporting. Welsh. Yeah, yeah. And um, he's also you've uh, always been a big fan him. of Wales and bolstering their yeah yeah. Opinion uh, I have a lot of sympathy for you know they're the first colony and technically the last colony if you think about it. So and we do think about it on this a podcast. lot. We do. We think about it. It goes out. Someone commented that we got Plaid Cymru right. Yeah. Describing it. Well, like Plaid Cymru. Yeah. We got it right. Yeah, they, most people don't pronounce it right. Oh, the but, pronunciation. But, you know, we're just provincial guys. We really are. 
almost to our almost to a fault. Yeah, to a fault. To a we fault. don't fit in. No. <laughs> you should move to Wales. <laughs> um, but Hugh, someone described uh, Hugh as an absolute ride, and yeah. I would I would agree that he is an absolute ride specifically because okay. uh, there's different ways of being hot. You know, and I think he's a ride in the sense that he. So yeah. you'd what you'd sexualize him? You'd yeah. sexualize Hugh Edwards. <laughs> so if so, Hugh Edwards. If I was drawing him, I'd have him. Uh, he's got a tight. He's a, he's a bit, he's a bit chunky. Yeah, he's got. He's definitely got some booty underneath. Yeah, actually, underneath. So I'd vest. actually have him with a bigger belly, but have it's like a shiny, sexy. Huh? Have you ever seen Hugh Edwards? Never seen Hugh Edwards' bum. Because he's always on a. He's either on a panel show or he's behind a desk. Yeah, he's always behind a desk. I haven't seen his legs. I'm sure if he came out and there was like lots, his legs were like loads of little metal pincers, and he, it was kind of like like a millipede. It's one of those so, things that's surprising that you wouldn't be too surprised. <laughs> by. He wouldn't be surprised because we've never it was, seen it. If it was just the, he's just a torso, yeah. and then the bottom is just loads of like like a thousand different little metal spindly like legs. In Toy Story One, what Sid did to yes, his toys. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. So I draw. I maybe that. draw that. <laughs> <laughs> draw that. I could say I know the truth. You yeah, stop yeah. hiding behind <laughs> the desk. Well, I mean. Fan hate art is better. Yeah. Do you know what would be hilarious? If you That's saw so much better. If you saw if you saw Hugh Edwards in public and he was just walking along and the desk was part of it. <laughs> <laughs> you saw him walking down the high street and the BBC News presenting desk and you're like, Oh, you thought that was a desk? No, that's just, no, that's just my I'm, body. I'm just standing up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause then he'd, he could easily make you feel like an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah, well, what, what did you expect? <laughs> yeah, it would, it would put, it would, I think it would bring up more questions than answers, to be honest. Um, the weather, the, I like this sort of weather. This is September. Yes, it's good. This I agree. It's not too hot, but it's a nice We're heading into, I think this is, yeah, the, the September, early autumn. You have two weeks where everything looks pretty and I want it to be brisk now. I'm ready for it to be yeah. brisk. I like it brisk. Yeah. The, the dream weather I realise <laughs> you- is you want it brisk and you want it, su- you want clear skies and briskness. Yeah. When the 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 way that your face changed from talking about Hugh Edwards <laughs> actually being a table <laughs> to talking about the weather, the level of seriousness that your face goes into when you talk about the weather, because you you honestly you make me jump by it. Because I, if I'm honest, I don't pay that much attention to the weather. <laughs> you don't. I really don't. Nor does it. No, I, I pay really a lot more attention to my my gut. You've got a weather. lot to say about the weather. <laughs> I gut. really don't have that much to say. My gut and the weather are two things that I talk about. What do you mean? You're... Not my bladder issue. No. No, don't, don't, no it's not. I'm not talking about my bladder issue. That's actually worked out as fine or it's become the new normal. Uh, no, I talk about what, what I'm everyone do- else. What I'm talking about my, I talk about my digestion a lot is what I've realized. And yes. what I can and can't digest well. Yeah. Is there, <laughs> is there any updates on that? Or um, because... Well, I'm, okay. So I'm, I'm, get, I'm putting on weight now. Are you? genuinely so i've had to and like i eat like i've always eaten like a fat dude yeah um but now i've realized uh maybe i've always identified as a skinny guy because i've been skinny but that's just because i've had that ridiculous skinny guy mental metabolism now i oh. find out i could be a fat you dude. could be a fat guy because if i become fat then yeah. i've always been a fat guy because yeah. it, it's not been a fair like I, just, I genuinely thought it was impossible for me to it's like your fat. metabolism has been working against your identity yeah well no no we don't know yet because I've got I've got a couple of years to find out, so maybe I can put it back. But if I've never had to exercise, yeah, because I've never put weight, and now I'm putting on weight. Now we find out if I do if I'm a guy who can take care of my weight. Do you think you'll get to a point where you'll? Do you think you'll get to a point? Because I feel like once you start putting on weight, there's two roads to go down. One of them is acceptance; the other one is trying to stop it. Do you think they'll become? I'm not. Don't you don't have to give us a pound, um, pound number, pound. pound for pound number, <laughs> a stone value. But like, do you think there's a point where you go, oh, well, that's enough, or do you think you're not going to care? Uh, 
I think I I I think because I've always seen myself as a skinny guy, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna cling on to that identity. Yeah. Whereas if you were a fat kid, you think fuck it, fuck it. Yeah. This yeah. is me. It, this is me. This is me. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll try and like put uh, keep adding on years to my life, but that's all really. The, it's the cosmetic thing. I You're playing do. the numbers game. Yeah, I'm playing the numbers. Game. It depends how successfully your relationships are going. As well. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's true. It's true. I think that that's a big because you you look at um right okay here's a hypothesis here's, here's a theory here's something offensive here's something offensive <laughs> here's a theory I've just come up with in the last twenty seconds euthanize fat people I didn't want to say it myself <laughs> but I'm glad someone's put it out there. and I stand by your freedom of speech um no right you always you see most of the fat people. In maybe not in the world, but in the world, um, in the kind of southern Southern America, it's classically fat, right? Famously, famously fat. It's also a very Christian place. Family, okay, family, family values. God's fat. God's fat. <laughs> God is fat, <laughs> and he wants to be. We as humans need to be made in his image. Is this no. you in the round in like this a is, no, trendy this, yeah, uh, yeah. Christian camp? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no. So, family values. And the, what's the word? The nuclear family. Down the toilet these the, days. Not, not in Southern America. So they, they marry early because that's what God intended. And they stay married. You, if you're out there following the word of God and staying your family, you don't need to be attractive. You see a, you see a hoagie. You see a rack of ribs. I'm going to have that because I've got a wife for life because we don't believe in divorce. Eh? So because people in Southern Texas, in like Texas, for example, are too busy looking at racks of ribs, not racks of women's pussy. breasts. Racks of pussy. Ra- ra- okay. well, oh, rack, rack already works. Rack, we don't need to, you don't need to already, say racks of pussy. Rack already works. You say rack of, they're, they're too busy <laughs> looking at racks of ribs, not racks. Yeah, not racks. You don't yeah. need to say racks, racks of pussy. Racks of pussy. <laughs> I say racks of pussy. Shit, is that a rack of pussy? Shit, that's a fine <laughs> rack of pussy. Uh, I, th- I think you have a great point there. <laughs> Hello, we're very sorry, but the audio is completely fucked. We fucked the audio completely. Uh, so if you're listening to it or watching it, uh, I didn't want to release it personally because I thought it was an embarrassment. Uh, but Andrew, I've got much lower standards of shame. Clearly. Uh, so uh, give it a go. See what you think. Maybe like it. It's like 40. It's like the whole episode pretty much is got camera audio because the mic lead came out the jokes are still there though yeah i guess it's like you had to dig harder for the jokes but maybe that makes it more rewarding yeah um but you've anyway been, you've been sat back relaxing for far too long in this podcast so yeah time for you to earn your bucks yeah um so apologies Does my uh, nose look wonky there can you see you how a bigger nose can you see how it wonks on certain angles yeah maybe it's because of the front-facing camera reverses your um, face yeah. um, you know your nose and ears keep growing they're the two things that keep growing so if you had a big nose when you're eight you're going to have a giant one when you're 80 um, thank you very much uh, enjoy well suffer through the rest of the episode if you want really don't judge you for not um, and also just, yeah subscribe you fucking cunts yeah. alright bye because uh, you know in New York where people have kids very late like we're talking early 30s training trim 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 gym culture like sushi culture yeah, yeah. LA same thing there because of... people so what Christianity what Christianity does is makes people obese 
apart from only in rich countries because it's not really doing that in South America. Yes. So it's the combo. But I think we will. Obviously, we'll bring in the poverty. But is the real gold money? Say that again. (laughs) Say it loud. I didn't hear you, but say it loud. Maybe the real god is money. (laughs) So, well, you said money. Well, money is the mitigating factor. Yeah. Maybe maybe in this society, the real god is. So let's catch his tagline to God makes people a beast. (laughs) It's true. It's something to think about. Yeah. So us atheists, yeah. we're out here scoring well, money atheists, left, I right think, and centre. Our god is the screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really salient point. Why don't you riff on that? That's salient. Know, is that salient or sage? Is that salient point? <laughs> is that salient? Hilariously, there is a minor difference between salient <laughs> and sage. And I'd like to accept it now. Well, so uh, may, maybe maybe the, the, the real god society is our screens. Salient or sage? <laughs> I think that's a salient point. Oh, I don't know actually. Because <laughs> salient point talks for like sort of the efficiency of the point. Sage implies a sort of a deep wisdom. It implies it's got meat in it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Is that just because sage is part of the stuffing? <gasps> sage is the classic ingredient for stuffing. You stuff meat. You stuff it. That's a sage point. Yeah, ah, it's not going to work. No, it's not. Yeah. Really added nearly for I think it's a salient point. Uh, yes, it's a salient point. Uh, I'm not getting fat. You're not getting fat yet, but you're uh, six months younger than me. Yeah, no, I think I will start to. I've seen well, chub, however, I, I do often. I don't eat, actually eat that much. You don't? You actually miss breakfast? I never. I haven't had breakfast. Yeah, you, you don't have a big decade. Yeah, it's true. It's not true. I've had some every now and again, but it, I will not have breakfast. I'd never have breakfast. It's not true. What's not true? It's true. It's true. <laughs> you decide. <laughs> no, it's it's not. I, I do not eat breakfast, and that is because no, so... you're a bit of a skinny mini, actually. Because I I, I I actually wolf it down a bit more than you do. But you you don't have a huge appetite when it comes to dinner, boy. Yeah, oh, uh, it's a feeding frenzy because I've hardly eaten anything throughout the day. Yeah, I guess but no. So. so what my mum? And you're not a big snacker either. No snacks are you snacks. Don't like puddings or sweets or snacks anything are like for that. wax. No, I do. Puddings I... are for. Look, if you keep putting words in my mouth. <laughs> I like puddings in some contexts. No, like chocolate. Chocolate. No, I, um, my mum and um, my stepdad are doing this thing of fasting. Yeah. So it's like you, um, you're not, you eat, you eat your dinner at whatever time, maybe six or seven or something, because they're old and they eat it like four hours earlier than the rest of the population. Mm-hmm. Um, but then most of the population is old. It's an Asian population. Let's talk about that. Let's, not, let's <laughs> stay on the point. The point I have to make is thus. Um, so uh, Ollie, my stepbrother, is uh, friend of the spiritual. He's friend of the show. We'll know about him. He's he's practicing fasting more. So it's that you you eat at like six or seven, then you're not allowed to eat your breakfast or eat anything until like eleven the next day. It's meant to be good for you. Yeah, I think there's a lot to be said um, against the, the when we talk about the nuclear family. I think there's the nuclear three meals a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's being pushed by big three meals a day industries. It, how are we not all fat? Yeah, it's true. So I, 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 I have felt myself get so full, much fuller recently. And I swear my times went like that. I was bloated after yeah. a big meal. You don't have to tell me that. I was bloated after a big meal. It was, it was borderline rude. How bloated you get? I was bloated after a big meal. And it's a bit clearer room. I often get bloated after big meals. I got bloated after a big meal and yeah. the bloat didn't go away. And from there, the metal- it was literally one meal that changed it. The bloat didn't go away? So the Why bloat... just not got something stuck in your... No, 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 because then it eventually did after did five days. And then what was, le- what, was le- <laughs> what was left was just new. Just weight was that wasn't there. Um, yeah, but that's... Bloating and 
bloating looks different on your stomach to fat. Yeah, but then blo- the bloating when the bloating subsided, yeah. what was left what was, was fatter than before. What was left was shocking. <laughs> what was left was surprise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because I've had no, I I bloated as well. You, that's a natural thing, when, you know. Yeah, yeah, no. We, I, we, we of course, everyone. Was, I was, yeah, I was stopped because it was a ridiculous thing to yeah. say. I, we, we hog I, out. Sometimes. I freak. I, I do frequently. You, you hog out sometimes. I hog the head. <laughs> if you're out saying how to go and doesn't hog out, you hog out. You're, so you, you're definitely really bloating off to hog it. Especially out. if you've not eaten anything for fucking ages. You're gonna hog then, out and then you chow down. Yeah. Um, but there is. You are quite funny with drinks and food and stuff where like you will sort of semi you bring up my fucking water because <laughs> it's not true anymore <laughs> I sip on water for other day now we're not still in year nine for fuck's sake <laughs> I've changed <laughs> I've changed since then I've changed since year nine because you, th- you make a lot of points about me that were sage when I was in between years 9 and 12. Yeah, but now I say... But now it's just, you still see me as this guy. Yeah, but it, it's funny that, yeah, you, it's just you turbo... Turbo. Within, within 10 minutes, you'll eat 10 minutes a day. Turbo you'll, you'll, eat, you'll eat three meals in 10 minutes a day. Smash it out, because I'm all about pleasure. And you also have to eat while watching something. Unless it's a nice meal. Unless, like, it's so... I will... I, what, napkin in the... No, 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 no. So, sorry, not, like, the nice quality of food. Um, If it's, like, you, you're seeing your family, you're going out for a meal with your friends or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you're going out... <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm not six years old. <laughs> Mum, where's my iPad? <laughs> so I can watch. Yeah, I would hope that if you're going out for a meal with your friend, you don't need... Sorry, guys. I'm just, like, just headphones in. Massive headphones on. <laughs> VR set on. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 laughing at a comedy program disrupting your conversation oh, VR set <laughs> yeah. oh. it's the future, it's the future. it would really ruin the vibe it really if there was like six friends eating and you're at the end of the table laughing to yourself <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean yeah um, but no 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 so I like it's yeah it's dinner is a, ple- is, is a great pleasure that you can have every day no matter how your day's gone you, get, you can get a great it's amount true. of pleasure from your dinner yeah, and I want to maximise that so yeah. I, I, I find it a very uh, san- not sanctimonious yeah. you know what I mean a, a very important time of the day to have that bit of pleasure for yourself because it doesn't it doesn't really last long that's the annoying thing about this <laughs> <laughs> isn't it but that's the most annoying thing about eating is that you start to feel full yeah and it's never the best thing about eating is the anticipation of eating yeah like when you get in the takeaway the best thing is the excitement you have before the takeaway arrives I saw someone on TikTok talk about which I think is something that you know we've eaten a lot more takeaways partly because of COVID and I think culturally people now eat more takeaways than they did before yeah with the expanse <laughs> of things like Uber Eats yeah and delivery and stuff <laughs> and someone talked about post Uber Eats clarity which I could sometimes get. It's funny. Which is kind of, it's like post-nut clarity, but there is something about when you're like crazy hungry, but then also too can't be asked to cook, and then you see the whole world at your fingertips. Every single and you're like, fuck it, I don't know what to get! And then you get like a, a plate of pasta, and you pay a delivery fee, you can fucking take it, whatever you want. And you spend, you end up spending like 25 quid a head, and you get all the sides, and then you eat it, and it wasn't as good as it would be in the restaurant. It was a little bit stale. 
You feel Everyone, full, and then you're like, God. Yeah. Anyone that gets pasta delivered via Uber Eats should um, serve community service. Yes. Yeah. Three months, man. You don't get pasta. Yeah. Right. If you do it, you should be picking up trash like next to a motorway. Correct. Yeah. I believe uh, at least. I think some people are. Yeah. yeah. If you go down the M M M twenty six, I went when I was going to Wales on the M three. Yeah. You can look out and you can see and you're up there all the time. I'm dead, the pasta. <laughs> in a high jacket, so I'm a pasta bitch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, because that's what you've got to do well. Um, you got to when you when you're ordering a takeaway, it needs to be something that, I mean, it needs to be something that you're not you can't do a better job of at home, or mm -hmm. that you can't have fresher at home, etc., mm -hmm. etc. I mean, the burger's kind of the classic, but burgers are a kind of home thing as well. And to be honest, I hate pizza. Pizza's a home thing. Fried chicken works. Uh, pizza. No pizza. You pick good pizza. Chinese. You can't make good pizza at home. No. Yeah. No. Well. No, you can't. You can't. You are homemade. Yeah, still, yeah, they're always going to be doing the bed. I'm not whipping out the dough. Yeah, you're not whipping out the stone. So I'll whip out the dough. Yeah, that's good. That, yeah. that works. But you, you just don't have a stone-baked oven as well. Um, you have no idea what's in my room. I do. I've got a fucking thing. So you don't talk out you place, got a stone yeah. pizza oven in your room. Don't talk out of place. I, I genuinely haven't been in your room for a while. I haven't properly looked snooped in your room for like a, a month at least. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I regularly snoop in there and I have not seen. So maybe you have got a, a, stone, a stone pizza oven. Maybe. Hey, I'm a man of mystery. Uh, but the post, the, uh, the post yeah, yeah. Uber Eats clarity you think is a... Is a yeah, what, so it's... So pandemic? I wouldn't go that far. Okay. Um, but what, wait, what, just finish describing it. So. You've just finished your takeaway. you just finished your takeaway and then it's similar to the feeling of after you ejaculate and it's the out feeling. Out of my penis. Out of your cock. Right. Um, Understood. Uh, and you, f that feeling of kind of like slight emptiness and sort of like, fuck, what, what am I doing with my life? And I think that can happen even if it's not like you, like obviously you'll get it if you're alone and you just ordered it and it's like a sad takeaway anyway. But those even are some in of the best takeaways now, those though. Do you think? Yeah, when everyone's out of the house. Oh really? What? So you can get a full spread? That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because it's very rare when you live in a house with four people to have some me time. Yeah, exactly. And takeaway me time. Is <laughs> yeah, no, no. I think you're pretty right. damn good. Um, but no, I agree. Um, because often, well, you can have the best food in the world. This is the problem. If you watch, I don't know. Because well. If you, if I'm trying to think of other post nut clarities that would exist, I when Cars so, Two finishes, you're absolutely right, and that's weirdly what I was thinking. <laughs> I just wasn't sure the world was ready. But the like post Cars Two, post Cars Two clarity. <laughs> but that's more like will the world ever get to be better than this? Yeah, and I keep going back to watch it. I get so excited before Cars Two, but when Cars Two's over, it, it, I'm, 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 I'm sad again. <laughs> Fuck's sake. And no, I think it absolutely, absolutely works, and it makes sense because it's you can have the best food, you can have the best takeaway ever. You can be really the perfect level of hunger. Yeah. Everything's set up. The food smart is banging. Yeah. But at the at the end, you're just gonna be full. Yeah. You're gonna be full. And then you get that text. And then you get, and you get that text, and you remind you how much money you spent on it. Exactly. Oh, uh, did you enjoy your order? I'm well, like, fucking don't remind me. No, it's me now. No, you know I didn't. Because um, if they if they message you within which with, maybe they do that actually no they don't they should if I was working for Uber Eats they should message you about rating your order and your food one minute after you get it because that's five stars five stars five stars <laughs> yeah because they always play they, they, no, they play it quite perfectly so yeah. as soon as I finish it's like they got the timing so it comes up basically yeah, as soon yeah. as you put the last mouthful in but then that question becomes more existential yeah did you enjoy it yeah <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Did I? yeah yeah you did I enjoy it. 
Do you Why know, do I need to eat? Do you know what I enjoy? Why do I base my existence on this meaningful, meaningless matter going into me? I, Why am I even keeping myself alive? I, I, I wish you could leave a comment. I enjoy bookmark boys. Bookmark boys. Bookmark boys. Um, if you're looking for top quality bookmarks, we're going to say it once and we'll say it again. We'll say it every single week. We'll say it every single week. Yeah, every single week. We contractually obliged. We contractually, well, there's been no there's contract. It's more of a gentleman's agreement. Um, well, that's because but we'll choose. honour that because it's an honour-based system on this thing. We're nothing if not gentlemen. Uh, there are some great bookmarks to be had from Bookmark Boys who bring the bookmark noise. We said it once and we'll say, once again we'll say it every single and episode. And I'm disappointed to check their Instagram frequently and they still haven't adopted it as their slogan. What? The Bookmark Boys bring the bookmark noise? Yeah. Yeah. All you need to put in your bio is we bring the bit more noise. That's it. That's so pretty much. good, actually. That's so like, that, and you can have that one for free. Do you think, no, but do you think maybe part, we can either, we can either advertise per episode or offer marketing consultancy? <laughs> that, that is and, and people can listen to we it. Can, people can listen to it. Ad, oh yeah, okay. I was going to say, you can listen ad free. We'll offer less. We'll, we'll offer, offer consultancy. Results. And if you guys are trying to start up a small, brilliant, ethically sourced small business post COVID, however, we do only um, deal in bookmark companies. Um, then, well, what I was going to say is you can listen to market consultancy. Yeah, but we only specialise in bookmarks. Yeah. But you can maybe take some of the, 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 mm. the ethos and the spirit. Mm. It's pretty, pretty practical and technical. Very it's very <laughs> But honestly, reading's up. You know, finally the book industry's been picked up post-COVID. We're back. Uh, well, no, during COVID, because everyone's in the house, where everyone's saying we're glued to the, you know, we're slaves to the screen. Which we've discussed earlier. Um, how about break away from our supreme Yeah, how about, how, about, how about you stop... Pick going, up a fucking book, you Pick know. up a... a, a you know, Nazis. You know, you, do you know who, do you know who burnt books and Bioso probably burnt some bookmarks? The Nazis. Say it again. The bu- Nazis burnt bookmarks. So what, are you going to support the Nazis by not buying bookmarks? Know, this, is the Nazi, this is the Nazi reading a racist book about, like, the size, the shapes of different racist heads. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, right. okay. And they're like, they're loving it. Oh, do I have to... Oh, it's dinner. I'll put it... Then this is then coming back. Oh, what page was that? Oh, we burnt all the bookmarks because the, book the Nazis didn't like Because bookmarks. what they also realise is that bookmarks hold the key to a lot of cultural and political yeah. power. Yeah. So are we going to let the Nazis win or are you going to buy a fucking bookmark? Nice. So the Emmys are out. Uh, Ted Lasso won big. There's been some disappointing news. <laughs> and now I love Brett Goldstein and he won. And he probably, he was, he's the Cockney footballer who I think yeah, he, yeah. he probably just didn't like his performance. But I like him as a comedian and a podcast host and it's just a genuine lovely guy. Do you not think? See, I'm keeping my, my hands clean because I haven't seen Ted Lasso so this is all on you. I am dirty in these. I'm ready to die. You can cut them off. But it seems like we're having another afterlife situation where a show that seems kind of like profoundly shit profoundly awful uh, is being considered like Both winning awards and fans around the world like, but I, with, sometimes when I'm slagging off um, film and TV or anything it feels like I'm saying this is what the truth is I'm well, if something's popular I'm ready for to be proven wrong I just yeah. need someone to explain to me I'm not ready to be proven wrong <laughs> no, <laughs> no, how many episodes did you watch three three <laughs> are you going to watch any more nope <laughs> I think I'm even more fucking salty about this because I. You watched more. Have you did you watch more since we talked about it? No. Okay. No. 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 I, I think I'm uh, particularly salty about it because I got. I, I was. I was at a loss of a program to watch, and then I thought, yeah, Ted Lasso's been doing well. Yeah. Let's fucking check that out. Yeah. Um, I like Jason as well. Um, but then, in order to facilitate that, I had to um do an Apple TV free trial. Naturally, forgot to cancel it. 
So Ted Lasso has cost me six pounds. Oh! Ted Lasso. Three and a half episodes for Ted Lasso. Three and a half episodes, and I never went back to it. Um, no, I'm, I absolutely will not be proven wrong. There's no one, no matter how well it does, if Ted Lasso becomes compulsory what viewing if in, in schools. if, you know, in the industry you start meeting people who worked in the show or something? Then I'll happily make it nowhere. <laughs> if, um, we're nothing without our credibility. <laughs> it's and it's a shame. I, I, I like Jason Sudeikis. I've seen, I've, I've liked a lot of stuff. Do you like him anymore? Yes. Okay. I'm saying if I met him, yeah. I'd say, Would look, I like a lot of this stuff, but the problem with Ted Lasso is this. <laughs> What's the problem with Ted Lasso? Everything. <laughs> Everything is Every wrong. single thing about it is wrong. Yeah. It does seem that way. It does seem like... How can it do well? It's the, It seems to be, people saying it's like the best thing, but maybe it's just the state of television that... I think it must be the state of television because it was one of those ones that, because of COVID, there was quite a lot of staggered releases, but then maybe that, that wouldn't happen with television, that was only films. Yeah. So why is that happening in TV? Yeah, and I, I, oh. pe- people said that post-COVID it's been like really saved their kind of yeah. uh, mental health and it's like a really like, nice Ted Lasso has saved their mental health. And it's like, you've got two options when you're coming out of COVID. You either retreat... I'll say the one where I go into my degraded mental health instead of watch Ted Lasso. Exactly. And I was actually watching an interview with Mikel Arteta, under fire Arsenal manager, for those who don't, who don't know. Uh, Arsenal have been doing very badly for quite a while and Mikel Arteta's job is on the line every game. So he's under a lot of pressure. And he had a very bad start to the season where he lost three games, scored none, and conceded nine, uh, which is, hadn't happened since 1927. Um, and in a kind of uh, all reveals all, because what Mikhail says is brilliant at is PR. So the results and the performances are always shit. Yeah. And then he comes back and he somehow, when you watch it, he's like, this guy, he's got, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, and then yeah. he, there's been no proof of it pretty much ever on the pitch. And he always makes you think. Yeah. Uh, but in one of these... All tells all the one of the questions from the fans who was on his iPad was what TV are you watching? He said Ted Lasso, and he says it's really helped me um, <laughs> through the tough times as a manager work out how. That uh, really doesn't say much about Arsenal. <laughs> Do you think that's maybe where the problems are coming from? The problems are coming from Mikel Arteta's obsession <laughs> with Ted Lasso <laughs> and using him as a using an American as, football coach. As an example. <laughs> the reason why Mikel Arteta likes Ted Lasso is because he sees himself in it. <laughs> a man who's fighting for his job in the sporting arena. We must remember that Ted Lasso is based on the premise of an American football player, football coach, coming over to the UK having no idea what football is. Yeah. See, I, I like that the abstract... It suggests that Arteta has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. And then just making it up as he goes along yeah. and hoping it'll be all right. I really like that because it reminds me of me. Mental. Yeah. Um, but uh, in you've also been watching, you said, All or Nothing, which is... Do you have that's what you spent the last three days doing? It's been a lot. Yeah. Um, I've already watched every single episode of All or Nothing. I think it's fucking great. Um, it follows, it's like a sporting docuseries that follows different teams around. They did it, they've moved, they started with American football teams and they branched yeah. out, they did City. Yeah. You know, they're doing one of Arsenal this year. Yeah. It's going to be fucking great. It's going to be I can't wait for that shit. Just McCarthy after watching Ted Lasso. Taking notes. <laughs> oh, we must do that trick play then. <laughs> shit that they use. Um, no, it's been intense because I often put something on the TV during work um, because work isn't very fulfilling. So I, <laughs> I need to kind of keep all my senses stimulated as much as possible. Oh yeah, because work's not fulfilling. Jumping out the window. That'll do it to you. That'll though, do it to you. Even though the window's on the ground floor, so I just leave the house really. Yeah. Um, but, but you could jump out the window symbolically every day. 
Yeah, it just as a protest. <laughs> you could do it as if you're you're committing suicide, but then yeah, you yeah. just walk back in through the front door. Speaking of protest, quickly, just to circle back on something that we were talking about last week a lot yeah. is AOC's um, Tass the Rich dress. Have you seen that the designer and then the designer uh, who is linked to this designer design house? I think it's called a house. Design um, home. Design, you know, design temple. <laughs> design safe space. Um, has there's they're like they're basically committing tax fraud. Really? Yeah. There's they've got I think they said something like hundreds of unsigned and unaccounted for tax refunds and stuff like that, which just really adds to the joy that the AOC dress was in itself. Yeah, it's just it's just another string to the many joys that it brings. So it's just okay, perfect. Keep, keep winding that AOC because I didn't like you for a little bit, but now I'm starting yeah. to enjoy you. Well, part of it was oh, it's not it's not AOC's fault, and I I agree with that. She's not gonna look. I mean, it would have been the dumbest move to aggressively look into the tax practices of the company that's designing your. Yeah, tax. but everyone always says this. I just think, oh god, I'd fuck up so much. I just don't do it in the first yeah. place. No, 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 because it, but, but it, I would, I would do, it's, it's I would, bigger, that's something I would do. It's yeah. bigger than that, it's yeah. bigger than that, it's that AOC can't even buy, can't even purchase a dress or get a dress designed for her to make a political statement at are the they fucking rich? Met Gala, yeah, of course they are, at the Met Gala, she so can't she, even what, get a design poor? dress for the Met Gala, which says on it, tax the rich from a place that isn't avoiding tax. That's rich. That's rich. Because the only one thing she come back with say they could be dirt poor. And yeah, yeah. Don't say tax the poor. She doesn't say tax the poor and then but yeah, so they're rich and avoiding tax, then that is silly. Yeah. Um, um but you were saying something all or nothing. All or nothing. No, I uh, I've just watched a lot of it. It's been a strange few days. Mm. Because I have it on during work and then I just keep it on after work because it's just like it's just on. I do enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but do you feel the intensity of what we watch on screens and the stakes? Absolutely. Do you feel that helps or hinders how you feel about the stakes of your job? Uh, depending on how the team's doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm not lying. I felt a lot more depressed today because I've been watching. The, I was watching the Carolina Panthers one, and they had a six-game losing streak, and I felt like I was having a six-game. Oh really? <laughs> I felt like nothing was really putting it off. Putting it off. But when they're doing well, you can sort of. When like they're doing well, I'm every... on top of the fucking world. Yeah. Arizona, Arizona Cardinals one yeah. up till the end, smashing it. But it's it's a good. I think it's a good thing to watch. It's it's classic Amer like it's American football condensed into eight episodes. TV. TV. <laughs> Imagine. Picture it for a second. I just, I just, I'm just writing a blurb for it now. Yeah. Um, but no, the, the music is fantastic. It's like the, the grandest kind of trump. There's a lot of trumpets. Yeah. yeah there's a lot of fucking trumpets. Yeah. Get up my back. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying, but I wonder if Ted Lasso had stayed in American football. Would you? Could you see him in an all or nothing doc? Do you think? Absolutely not. No. Because there's no such thing as a coach that exists like that. Because no. his character is so unbelievably false. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. It's meant to be this nice American guy that comes over. To then a wholesome American and a cure an ignorant person who's also curious, yeah, who comes over in a really wholesome manner to just do their best. That 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 coach doesn't exist. Yeah. I mean, you show me a sporting coach that's just like, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. let's do that. Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Um, but in in general, in the news, uh, it feels like um, it's shit. Shit's getting like, kind of like, slightly concerning again. You say, yeah, we 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 worried again. I, it's like the energy crisis thing. It's like I'm getting those, I'm getting notifications from the BBC that saying panic. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Do you, well, that's when shit hits the fan. There's a lot of you. If you read Twitter, you're gonna panic every single day because yeah. the way that people post to be like, 
Oh my god, have you seen this? This means if we carry on this in the next five yeah. years, we'll be dead. But when well, the BBC News yeah. says a headline that basically says Don't panic. They yeah. say, often they say don't panic. And I think that's a problem with how we digest media, because there, there was a time when media was first starting and we could they would say don't panic and it was a trusted source. Yeah. It could cool down the nation. But now every time it says don't panic, everyone fucking panics. And it felt like Normality had returned post-COVID in the last, like, two months. It felt a bit like things, just in general. Yeah. But this energy crisis thing is pretty bonkers, isn't it? Do you it's understand what's going on? You said it's quite simple. It's really simple. Okay. It's that the, there's been a couple of things happening in the energy industry, but the most, the most significant thing that's happened is just the wholesale prices of energy have massively increased. Why? Um, it's hard to say. I don't know exactly why I haven't looked into it as much to know the specific factors. Yeah. But there, there'll just be like sh- shortages and different political. Decisions. But is it to do with Brexit? No. Oh, I don't think so. Maybe. Oh, I thought. You, well, when we were speaking before, you was like, "Do you?" He's like, "Yeah, I know. I know a fair bit about it." And no, then, I not... asked two quite simple questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in terms of the why price has gone up. I knew the price has gone up. Yeah, why? That's... Oh, I don't know that. <laughs> No, it's a, I knew the price went up. That's what I said. <laughs> no, the wholesale prices of energy. So not oh, the, yeah. <laughs> not not the, not oh, the wholesale prices. Sorry. Yeah, still. Yeah, yeah no, that's what those. But then that's. I is that what you know about? Yeah, but this. But the, I. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, this is, maybe this has gone poorly. <laughs> maybe this hasn't gone the way I thought it would. Be. Yeah, I just kind of. I was very touchy kind of low about what was going on with the energy crisis, and I was just like, "Do you, so? Do you know about yeah. it?" And you're like, "Yeah." And so. Oh, I get. Yeah. Do you yeah. know anything more than the prices? Wholesale prices. No, but it's not. What you, what, what's wholesale prices? <laughs> I don't know. What's wholesale exactly? Price? What's wholesale prices? The wholesale prices. So you have an energy company. So we're on bulb. We yeah. they then buy the gas from yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. And the energy from somewhere else because these are the primary sources that then we then get passed on to. Yeah. So those have gone up for a, a number of different reasons. That including. Has, including. <laughs> there's been a crisis in Myanmar. Yeah. <laughs> An absolute good. No, I don't know exactly why it's gone up. Well, uh, people are talking about. Something. People are linking this to Tory incompetence and Brexit, but is that misguided? That's so. what I've been. Yeah, no, it's the markets. That's the, it's the markets. This isn't. Is it. everyone getting fucked across Europe, or is the UK getting fucked more? It's across Europe. It's across a lot of the world because of this. The wholesale price. The wholesale price is where most of the all of the energy companies are going to get. It's going to be a few sources of where they actually get their gas and energy from. Yeah. So that if those go up, that means the prices of energy go. The price that they the companies are having to pay for those for the natural resources and then going to go massively up. But the reason there's a massive crisis and why loads of people aren't, uh, why loads of companies are having to be potentially bailed out or find money from elsewhere is because there's a price cap in the UK, I can speak for. There's a price cap on energy that says you can't charge consumers this much yeah. for energy because you need to make it affordable because it's an essential thing yeah. that everyone needs to have. So that means that they're not making enough profit to stay viable as a company. Fuck. So then you're getting the smaller but still what's what's worrying is like the significant size of the companies that are potentially going bust like our one bulb is quite a prolific one that might go bust and it's got like five million customers or something shit so and then then the thing is then it will then kind of their customers will then go on to different companies um we'll just have to find a new one potentially um but then it doesn't solve the cause of the problem just mitigates the because it's like there's a a, a, I've seen a lot of articles. It's hard to know way through what's the truth, but 
where like there's been things about the food shortages. Like I've no, I've actually noticed <coughs> in supermarkets like shit. I, was, I, yeah, I yeah. thought I was just going at the wrong time because I don't yeah. have to shop late. But even if I go at like three pm, there's, there's loads of shit missing. I ordered a grocery order from yeah. Uber Eats on their grocery thing because I've got a zero pound delivery fee offer on it today. Ordered a fairly sizable order. Um, I avoided the small order fee of five pound that you can get for grocery stores. Then. They then said there's some items missing in her order. That happens frequently, no big deal. Half of the fucking men, half of what I ordered, this is why I asked you for prawns and garlic bread. Oh. Half of it came off. And then because half of it came off, they charged me five pounds for a small order. That is brute. Yeah, man. and I messaged them about it, but you can't message them anymore. Yeah. It says, I said this, and they said something that doesn't make any sense. You know what, I said, I can't, I can't vote for this. But, so the, 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 sh- the food on the shelves is going, the energy's going, and I guess I, I kind of want to see what's happening in Europe and stuff, but is it? I feel I want it to be about Brexit, so we have yeah, like yeah. a scapegoat or a reason. But because of fucking COVID and shit, it's hard to know what. But it's now now it's Brexit, not because of Brexit. None of it. The no. lorry drivers all piling up and stuff. No, the lorry drivers. But those, we're, oh, you can talk about the energy crisis or yeah. the, the Well, I just talk about everything. Which crisis do you want? To talk I talk about, about everything. Energy There's crisis. a crisis. You just want to blame all of the crises yeah. on one thing. But it's a feeling of being. I'm scared of the. It feels like old school that I'm like scared for the winter because it feels like we're not going to have that much food and we're not going to have that much energy. There's yeah. a feeling of like this is like old school old, shit that yeah. I did. I thought we'd kind of in the West we'd sort it out. I thought we'd finish with this sort of stuff. You'll be fine. Yeah, I'll be all right. You'll be all right. I mean, it's because what will happen? <laughs> government bail us an hour in the question, so it's never really a. There's in our developed or developed country, yeah. it's never a case of are we not going to be able to give people gas and electric and food is a case of does bailing out the companies that provide these going to cause another like a worsening of the economy mm. that's basically it you're always going to have the things that you need well i bloody hope so uh but i still want a scapegoat so that there's some I, I think i i think it's a time for a bread riot to be honest i think we've been we, overdue we've been the, the, historically if you look through sort of domestic disputes in this country there's a lot of bread rights and we haven't had a bread right in a while Old school bread rice and getting people in. And if, what if, would what would kind of the what would the mantra be? What are we rioting against? So it, it, we're, we're, we're rioting against the system. Yeah, that's but the we, specific. But we don't the bread rice. <laughs> Maybe but, instead of we could we could just do a general anti-system riot, but it'll be wearing bread costumes. Yeah. How about how about as opposed to most bread rights have been because there hasn't there's been shortages in bread and people are furious. But instead, we have a normal riot, and bread is the the weapon which we use in that riot. So, so normally a bread, bread riot, yeah. So instead, it's actually we actually have someone. a sur- we have a surplus of bread yeah. that we use to pour like, effect. To pour effect. <laughs> we have a, a not enough bread. <laughs> that <That'd> would be crap. <laughs> well, you're saying we're still we're still complaining about the lack of bread yeah. while using while bread. bread. Yeah, we're like, well, if we can't have all the bread, we don't want we any of it. Take your bread. <laughs> These. Yeah, I'd love like just like if we all got a uh, loaf of homeless each. Yeah. Twenty thousand of us outside Buckingham Palace. Whole, whole male 50, or 50, white? Yeah, fifty fifty. Yeah, because we've got to be ethnically yeah. diverse. <laughs> yeah. Um, fifty fifty, and then I just if we're all just lambasting Buckingham Palace, that would that would that would make me feel happy. Can we again. stick some dairy cheese to the bread so it sticks on the? Um, yeah, we can talk we can about that. Yeah, then it sticks on the palace. <laughs> yeah, it slides down the window. Unfortunately, we all know that throwing bread at Buckingham Palace makes a pretty goddamn hard statement. <laughs> it does. But we want some long-lasting effects. By long-lasting, you mean the next morning? I would give it. I give it thirty seconds. <laughs> 
I know from personal experience. It's like you're thinking long term. Yeah. I know from personal experience. Long term is a minute longer. I know from personal experience that dairy cheese isn't that sticky. Is it not? No. <laughs> you're trying to no, stick to a window. No, no, no. Been there, done that. Um, also in the news, which we actually forgot to talk about, I think last week, was uh, Shamim's Begums. Shamima Beggs. Shami Beggy. Shami Beg. Shami Beggle. I. Yeah, I have a soft spot for Shamima. And I always have, actually. Um, and. I don't know about you, but I wasn't ready for her to be so attractive when the burka came off. That was a bit of a shock. What, in the interview she did? The, recently, with her, her sideways cap, I saw a picture and I was like, I was a bit taken aback. Wow, no, I'm sorry. I, I thought she was markedly unattractive. Do you think? Yeah. No, I, I think she's got a bit of... I she's got... You know, she's been in a, a refugee camp, but her skin looks good. She wears her... Yeah, her skin her, looks her, good. Uh, um, cap sideways. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no, but that's... Let's pause on that. She wears her cap sideways. Yeah. Is that an? That's not a thing anymore. Yeah, I did, there's, there was an attitude. Her, out, her outfit looked ridiculous. She looked like she came back from Wireless Festival. And she was like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but there was something I was just taken aback with. Like, okay, fair play. I didn't know that's what was underneath there. Yeah. Uh, good hair, and it's not even the looks because obviously it's not like you know ten out of ten. It's the the attitude. The attitude. When she first came to the UK. Yeah. I've never seen more balls on her than yeah, when yeah. she was literally like, yeah, I'm, so, I'm sort of bored of ISIS. Can I come back in? Yeah. It's not ideal. But, you know, she's basically called UK a shithole. Yeah. And yeah. then she was asked, do you have any regrets? And she goes, I have no regrets because everything I did changed me as a person. Like she'd been on a gap year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was like, unbelievable. And then this time round, she's I mean, like... That- that is a proper gap year experience. Yeah, all yeah. of these, yeah, all of the, the middle class white people going around claiming experiences from visiting Thailand. Yeah, that is a gap year that's going to change you. Yeah, spending a spending a few years in an ISIS training camp. Exactly, and um, also the way that she uh, this time round, she was like, "I can head the anti-terrorist, not head. I can help with anti-terrorist uh, uh, force in the yeah, UK because yeah. you're clearly not doing a good job." That is. That's ballsy, but we need fucking people like this in our country. I think I know. Yeah, yeah, I I know. I think she sewed some bombs to like suicide uh, bombers and stuff. It's like that's not ideal, she means. No, but you know, I do think that we're a second chance country, and I do think that we need we we need to stop this brain drain. Yeah, yeah. Brain drain. (laughs) There's a a rather big brain drain to ISIS because everyone who's got any fucking balls left in this country. They go to ISIS. They go to ISIis because there's nothing more. There's nothing more. It's also like retro to other (laughs) ISIS. It's true. Yeah. Um, Um, I think we we could we could fairly say she's on girl gone wild. Oh, for sure. sure. She's got the girl gone wild energy. Yeah. It's not only joining ISIS because I think joining ISIS and then just being ISIS and like suicide bombing. That's kind of like a bit lame, but it's going there, experiencing it, and being like, "Not for me. I've seen enough. I'll let me back let in. Me, let me back That's in." That's what's hard. But they're not just saying like, "Can I come back in?" Saying, "You need me back in because yeah. you're incompetent." Yeah, exactly. And it's just what slagging us off while trying to get back in. It's that like we, we, right now, Boris Johnson is negotiating a trade deal with the US, and Biden's like, I'm not pretty surprised. Pretty surprised. It's like. I'd assume that like the biggest ally, that was like the big battle plan. We're not going to be part of the EU. The trade deal will be the yeah, US. Yeah. And he's like, Obama said the UK will be back of the queue. Back of the queue. Yeah, bottom of the Not, not even middle of the queue. Yeah. Back of the queue. Oh, come on, Jesus. I know. I know. But Shamim's is over there. It should yeah. be like, yeah. Do you want? Can you give me the trade deal? I don't care if not, though. So like, backwards hat on. Yeah. <laughs> 
what's sitting in that sitting in, there, in, the, in the state thing and be like, you well, can well, give it to me or not. Well, well you like, guys are you guys are shit, so just let us have it. Yeah, just, just let us have it. Help you. And then both be like, I'm not shit. Well, I'll prove it then. Do well, you know? yeah. <laughs> I think we should get her on a negotiating team, and I think she'll be like, you know, Emma Raducanu, an immigrant story that we we that we say, oh, if you win the US Open, you're a good immigrant, but if you join ICE. <laughs> <laughs> I do think there's a bit of a double standard, you know, in the you UK think, media. So you think, <laughs> let's flesh that out, yeah. No, because I, I entirely agree. It is racism, isn't it? You, yeah, you think that, uh, you, you, everyone wants your Radicanus, everyone. Yeah. You think that they can't exist. Emma Radicanu and Shamima Begum can't exist without hypocrisy. I think you should, if someone's an immigrant, you should not judge their achievements at all. They should all just be viewed all as achieving immense Good. Immense good, yes. So, even if it's running the US Open, even if it's strapping bombs to suicide... I don't think we should moralise the achievements that they make. <laughs> so, I think you should still make achievement, like, have an achievement, i.e. winning the US Open or joining ISIS. But how, who are we to say? I think they, oh, we should view them as the exact complete same. Complete equals. Because <laughs> who are we to say they're different? And I think... Who are we to I mean, admittedly, it is quite othering that the whole immigrant population you view as the exact same, whereas... Mm-hmm. Anyone who's not well, an who immigrant. Who are we to judge? <laughs> Apart from we can judge white people. Yeah, of course. Therefore, there's like an immense hierarchy of white people. Correct. But it's Im- Im- immigrants. Immigrants. Who are we to judge? Who are we to judge? So it's sort of othering because we we register no, we register complete moral indifference to any immigrant we meet. Because who, <laughs> because who are we to judge? <laughs> who are we? <laughs> that would be such a profound sort of racism that anyone who's not white would be like, who am I to judge? And it's like, so you're not even going to speak to me like a human being. Yeah, <laughs> Who like, am I to judge? Not, not, not learning the names of people that are ethnicity. Who am I to judge? <laughs> Who am I to judge other cultures? Yeah. Um, what just something to ponder on and something to think about. Yeah. Do you think, uh, is, is Begum even vaxxed? Do you think she means is vaxxed? I doubt it. I don't know. Well, she, well, she has been in a refugee camp, hasn't she, for the last... Yeah, and she's but she's got that. um, Have you seen that meme? I think she'd find a way to get vaccinated. Yeah, definitely. Just by giving, just by giving someone a scolding. She'd be like, she'd get double vax within a week. You know, it's like meant to be too much. Yeah, well, just give it to me. (laughs) Just give it to me. But she, have you ever seen that meme of that that girl going like this? You know, you know, she's got that sort of uh, teenage uh, view of that sort of sullenness. Yeah, Yeah. That yeah. I think is it's like, kind of terrifying. It's terrifying. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah, it's it, it's a it's a it only really exists with people in their youth. Yeah, yeah. In teenage, but it is a powerful thing that should be bottled up and used as yeah. a weapon. Absolutely, because yeah. I think it strikes fear into the hearts of men and women. Yeah. Because men have experienced that teenage women kind of I don't know that atmosphere from the teenage women yeah. since we've been since we've been growing up. Yeah. And then teenage girls are the only people that experience that. But then once they grow older, they get scared of teenage girls. Mm. So the teenage girl might be the most powerful weapon of mass destruction that the globe's ever seen. 100%. And she's also a local gal. She's Bethnal Green. That's one stop away in the central line. So I'm always going to be in her corner because she's a gal from ends. She's so. a local girl. <laughs> so I'm always going to stand up for her. Um, but I, how are you feeling about the um, anti-vax debate that's happening that's still going on? Because basically, we've, we've both spoke to a uh, mutual friend of ours who is sort of... Semi on the fence. On the fence about... Less so now. Yeah. Less so now. I think, well... But it's much more prevalent than I thought it was. But that's because the vaccinations have got to young people. Yeah. Because it makes... There's there's more of a, a more rational argument for once. You know, you're kind of like vaccinating the vulnerable makes more sense if you're going to be completely aggressively rational about it. It yeah. makes more sense because 
the benefits is a it's a cost benefit analysis. The benefits of getting of, of vulnerable people getting the vaccine, and then it's worth them getting the vaccine because of the the side effects of the vaccine are way less prevalent than their potential of dying from COVID. Yeah. So as you get down the age train, as I like to call it, the age train, the age train, it's you're going to start. People are going to throw up more questions about it because of the lack of necessity, the seeming lack of necessity to get it for your individual health. Because the younger you are, the less likely you are to get significant. Well, that's sort of what Joe, Joe, Joe Rogan was saying is that like if you're young, you shouldn't get the vaccine, or you don't need to get the vaccine. Yeah, yeah which and is, it's like which is why it's prevalent. But there's been a big. I feel when I see anti-vaxxers, I'm like, like I think the the debate about it has been unfair. Like the way that the media has like shut down any sort of any sort of debate about that. I think that's been bad. Um, there's all of these yeah, things, and the, the, the way. But then I'm like, even taking into account all of the way that people are really pressurised to get it, people, uh, you know, taking all that account, and like even the the logistics of vaccine passports. I'm like, yeah, yeah. But take all of that. I agree. with them sort of on that yeah. still why don't you just get the fucking vaccine yeah I, I don't but no one ever talks about the science is so yeah, yeah i just it's and it's it's living in this bizarre thing where like brexit no one trusted experts and that was like kind of the start trump no one trusts experts and yeah. now it is interesting that like boris johnson and people like that have undermined experts with the brexit campaign and yeah. now they need experts yeah, to keep yeah. the population alive. And everyone's like, well, fuck experts, what do they know? And it's this weird thing where, like, even I've gone through a period of, like, you know, can we trust these people? And now I'm in a thing where it's like, I don't know, I feel if you dedicate your life to that sort of thing, yeah. and you are an expert in it, I am going to start listening a bit more, because I think it's getting a bit silly now, yeah. of people just being like, well, I kind of feel like maybe it'd be weird if I got it the problem with not trusting experts is that everyone inherently becomes an expert everyone everyone's opinion everyone's opinion is as valid it's as valid as everyone it's like it's like a, it's like a vote in a democracy it's incredibly dangerous <laughs> it's fucking mental it's incredibly dangerous <laughs> yeah it's absolutely it's, you know the capital riots that everyone there you yeah. can tell is like an anti-vax because they all believe yeah. that they know equal it's the in the way that all votes are shared equally yeah, all yeah. intelligence and expertise are all shared in, well yeah. that's just your opinion man. yeah exactly <laughs> Climate change is the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah. But um, just on a brief side note of, of that, um, we're talking about young people being pressurised and or forced into vaccinations. The best thing about it... Coerced. Coerced is that you see, which you only ever get occasionally on election years, um, but I love to see it, is when a the government tries to be hip. They try to make adverts yeah. that are like... Uh, show it. They, they're trying to get young people to get the vaccine so you get them on TikTok you get them on YouTube and it's yeah. always just young yeah. guys just having a chill time yeah. <laughs> just, just, yeah. just beatboxing it out yeah. get the vaccine it's a it happens maybe once a year once a year you're lucky it's all like John Lewis yeah. it's when like, they need to, oh we need to get 16 yeah. to 25 like, something. put away the knives guys yeah. get the vaccine please knives are cool <laughs> It's true, but then it's got the HM government like TikTok, which so really ruins really it. Yeah. Takes it, away. it really ruins it. it really ruins it because you get oh. people break dancing on the floor, and, <laughs> yeah. and then if you and then their hands up, and then their bodies just uh, their bodies are lying on the floor, writing out, get the vaccine, get the vaccine, yeah, and then you think, wow. So okay, I can get on board with those guys. You're you're a member of the government, and you need to get kids uh, yeah. to take the vaccine. How are you? 
going to appeal to the young generation? Um, flash mob. Flash mob. Okay. I'd set up a series of 100 flash mobs around the UK in various shopping centres. Because there's nothing kids love more than flash mobs. And there's nothing more kids love. There's nothing kids love more than shopping. That's <laughs> true. The two big ones. Do you remember when you'd go... Well, if it was... Okay, if it was 16... Fifteen to eighteen year olds. Remember when you always no, that's too old. No, no. So when you go to the shopping mall, yeah, well, when you're like, like 13, 13, 13 to, to seven, sixteen, 16. 16. 13 to sixteen, thirteen to sixteen year olds, thirteen to sixteen year olds, an important market, particularly how we're getting on the vaccine now. I would organise a series of a hundred flash mobs around the UK. In any shop, we're talking Churchill Square, Brighton. We're, we're talking course, other malls. We're talking. We don't know the names of any others. <laughs> that's the only one we went to was kids. So yeah. <laughs> We're talking this. We're talking everything else. Um, yeah, I'd set up a series of flash mobs, yeah. and then, but what it what it actually is is a performance art piece, and these are all people that haven't got the vaccine. Yeah. So the flash mob is indicative of how the virus can spread. So it would start with them all dancing, and then one person who looks quite sick would come over, and as he comes over, everyone slowly dies in the flash mob. Oh, is the music played? It's a music play. What? It, it does some dramatic, sad music play. Course. It starts off. It starts off um, uh, kind of uh, appealing to the kids. It's like, yo, let's get down with it, please. Let's get, yeah, because I think what adults' idea of what's hip is still what their idea of what hip was. Yeah. So it's it's like um, it's sort of like, like yeah, like nineties nineties hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Scratching <laughs> graffiti. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sideways hats. Yeah, sideways hats. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that's it. Yeah. And you, then, what, so, what celebrities would you get to endorse? Well, Danny DeVito. <laughs> You have to get Danny DeVito on board because is it is it a public service announcement about DeVito's presence? I think if I was going to do it, uh, trying to get young kids, I would be trying to shed the image of the establishment. And you've got to you've got to be get someone who you're like this guy clearly is not in cahoots with the government because the yeah. big fear is why do my listen to these boring old people who just boring they, old farts? These boring old farts yeah. who uh, they 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 just, sorry <laughs> because they they're only worried about health and safety. So what I'd do is I'd have a guy. Uh, smoking crack. Absolutely. Smoking crack. Real, real crack. What do the kids like? Is this an advert? This is an advert. Yeah. So like so lighting up smoking crack. crack. And it's an actual it's an actual yeah. drug addict doing it. We'll pay them a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and so it's like properly three grams of crack. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> lifetime slide. Which will yeah. be short. Which will um, <laughs> <laughs> Nice dark looking. Um because there's nothing kids like more than crack. And then he also gets a heroin needle out and he goes, you don't need to choose either. You can do both. He injects heroin in and then he injects the vaccine and he goes. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. Because that's what kids love cracking heroin. Kids love cracking heroin. And that's like clearly the government's like, we're going to push it. heroin and crack Absolutely. to try and shed the image that we're losers. Yeah. Because there's nothing cooler than cracking heroin. There's nothing cooler. It's and the most hardcore drugs. I like it. I the like coolest it. drugs. They, they, they are absolutely the coolest drugs for all of And you kids. can do it different. In America, you do fentanyl. Yeah. You do whatever's the kind of like... Absolutely. For all of you kids listening out there thinking... <laughs> so instead, the government's always, don't do drugs. Instead, it's like, do drugs, do drugs. but do the vaccine. And what it does beautifully <laughs> is it sheds the image of the HMRC thing at the end. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and the, the kind of the, the government crest. That's dead. Yeah, you'll have to deal with the drug problem you set up for a whole generation of kids because the government has actually encouraged drug taking. I think there might be some lawsuits about us paying sure, employees. But crap. we'll get them vaccinated and it's like, that's tomorrow's problem. And we'll say, you came to us for results, not... not yeah, um, and I think, I think in general, the, the, there should be a sort of 
scorched earth style policy when mm. it, in government where it's like that's tomorrow's problem that so tomorrow's, yeah. don't think long term yeah. solve the problem immediately because then the we next go- the, the next government yeah. they can do the same with that problem so you've got a massive drug problem you work out something don't care about the I know, think this is going back to what marketing is yeah you lock kids in the room for a year until they, they got off drugs that's yeah. one way sorted the next government deals with the mental health issues this guy's coming up with solutions <laughs> to problems that he hasn't even created yet yeah, but it's like, I don't even think about it, but I'm just saying that's the next government's well, problem. Well, I, I think what they do is they get us in every three years to solve the problem we caused by us. <laughs> that's employment for the rest of our that's life. We're done. We're done. Because we'll done. always have work. Because yeah, we'll create work for ourselves. Because we'll create work for ourselves by destroying people's it's, lives. It's a clo- close the economy. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? Um, do you have any anything else to say? No, I've got nothing. I've just got nothing else to say, nor do I. But thanks for subscribe. Oh yeah, subscribe. Uh, We we after the episode where we said we'll kill ourselves if we didn't get to thousand subscribers, we went up four subscribers, and we've now lost five. So we've actually gone down one subscriber. So (laughs) are you fucking kidding me? And it kept going one up, then one down. This is like we're on nine nine seventy nine now. Are we back on nine (laughs) seventy nine? Well, we're not going to make it now. Oh, for fuck's sake! We've got eight episodes. We need 20 more subscribers in eight episodes. That's two months. That's a long time. That's such a long time. Can you just do it? Can we just... It's ridiculous. Can you actually just fucking do it? Uh, And subscribe to the Patreon. See you guys next week.